It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome, everybody, to the Hammer and Rails podcast. With you, as always, I'm your host, Andrew Ledman. And I'm Casey Bartley. And we're here to talk about the upcoming game against Indiana State, give our predictions. Uh, We are recording a little late because Casey was down in the dumps uh, due to the death of Queen Elizabeth II. Um, So, Casey, are you you sure you're ready to do this today? So now I'm in the position where I either have to pretend (laughs) to care or seem super callous. Love this intro. (laughs) I really put you on the spot there, didn't I? No, I'm so, wearing uh, a wig, drinking coffee, um, tea, tea, tea. tea. tea you have you them. have you learned nothing from watching Ted Lasso? Oh, Teddy. Nothing, nothing but tea and soon? biscuits. I don't know when the, I don't. They haven't announced when that's coming back, but okay. uh, really excited for season season three of that. I have my Fisher Price little people that are ostensibly for my son, but uh, are downstairs, so uh, we can play with those little characters. And uh, but I think that's enough. Uh, Queen talk and Ted Lasso talk. Uh, instead, we're going to talk a little bit Purdue basketball and then finish off with the Indiana State prediction and preview, which honestly, if we're really worried about Indiana State, we've got other problems. Uh, so I wouldn't expect any blockbuster uh, shocking predictions in that second half of the podcast. Do you think that's probably accurate, Casey? Yeah, we're playing a bunch of trees. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, Casey's a big Purdue basketball guy, uh, more than a football guy, so I know he was excited to see that Purdue basketball did get uh, a commitment from a class of 2024 guard, um, Kanan Catchings, who you might recognize that last name. You may say to yourself, why do I know that? 
Well, he's got a pretty good history of basketball in his family. Uh, his mother, Tawa Catchings, was a standout at Illinois, played from 96 to 2000, scored over 1,500 points, and was an all-Big Ten player. Uh, her sister, probably the more – well, definitely the more famous of the siblings – uh, of course, is Tamika Catchings, one of the all-time greats uh, in the play- in the state of Indiana, played for the Indiana Fever and is a Hall of Famer. So you got to love uh, the genes there. But, uh, Casey, what do we know uh, about this young man? Well, we know he's young. Uh, yeah. We know he comes from great lineage, which we like, legacy kids, uh, legacy nephew. Yeah, well, I mean, and a, and a kid. I mean, his, his like he I said, his mom was pretty good at Illinois, right. so we'll take that. Um, what we know is he's, you know, barely a junior right now, you know, going into his junior year, um, officially on like rivals had him listed as a six, six, uh, guard, but the most recent golden black thing I saw had him at six, eight ish, uh, which is very big getting, getting bigger. Um, definitely a skinny kid, but has good fundamentals, um, moves pretty well. Um, I like his game uh, with the ball in his hand. He's really good at getting uh, in and around, very agile, and really good length. And that's the kind of thing you want on the perimeter. He is a guard, you know, guard-oriented player with a lot of height. Yeah. Um, I, I yes, he's a little skinnier than you'd want. Guess what? It's college basketball. You'll be fine. Right. And right. he'll well, fill and out. Exactly. And he's a he just became a junior in high school. You know, just started his junior year. So you know, he's like 16 years old. I would imagine he's going to bulk up as he goes. And I know we, we posted about this on the site Jace wrote about when he committed. And, I mean, you would just be amazed at the comments of people like, well, he's not ranked, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? A lot of people aren't ranked right now. He just started his junior year. He will be ranked when new rankings are updated. And we'll find out where he's ranked in the country then. And ultimately, while recruiting rankings matter to a degree, it's not as if he's – you know, if he's the 152nd ranked player in the country and he's not in the top 50, is that really going to change your mind versus if he was, you know, 147 or 126? It shouldn't because these things are not as precise as everyone would like to believe. But Ledman, Carson Edwards was 102nd best in the country. I don't even know if that's true. I feel like you might have made that number up. It was somewhere around the 100. <laughs> like, uh, it, yeah, and... he, he rose a little late. Which generally is what happens. Um, there's a lot of kids that are, you know, between 75 to 300 that are wouldn't even get a look unless they actually get a look from some of the programs. Exactly. And that exactly. kind of creates would, its own buzz. Yeah, and I was going to say, and Zach Eady was like 300-something, and I would take him, you know, every day of the week. Yeah, there's a, like, you could talk yourself into him being a top five center in the entire country. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I think at this point, you can be bad about Painter's in-game coaching and results at the end of the season. Um, his ability to find uh, quality college players, especially yeah. that aren't like super highly ranked, pretty sure that's without question at this point. Yeah, his ability to find, develop, uh, and continuously fill in the edges of his roster has been uh, the best part of his coaching job. Yeah, and this is. Uh, this 2024 class right now is shaping up to be um, two guards that are both on the bigger side for what we're used to. Yeah, the uh, other guy Jack is, Bender uh, is yeah, uh, Jack Bender is 6'4". Four. Oh, okay, 6'5". I see 6'4". Changes but, yeah. between sides, but right. even 6'4 is a solid size. Um, I, I think we get caught a little bit too much in like NBA size 
And we got to remember that like a six five guard like Sasha, pretty big for a guard. Right. Yeah. Did, didn't yeah. Because like I mean, it. and he's six Purdue, five. Purdue has had so many guys like PJ Thompson who are you mm-hmm. know six foot decoded even generously. Yeah. Um. So when we see a guard like six six four six five, you know that's a bit of a change for what Purdue has generally relied upon. Um. There are exceptions, of course, but Purdue generally tends to get some guards uh, that are that are on the smaller side, but still can be effective, of course. So to see a guy who's six four six five and Benter, and a guy who, depending on where you look, is six seven or six eight. Uh, with catching yeah. that that's going to be um, a little bit of a different ball game for Purdue. So hopefully they can come in and, and be used effectively. Yeah. Because he's not a crazy athlete, uh, not a big jumper uh, moves pretty well, pretty fluid, but every pretty much every inch that you have, you know, length and height wise is that it kind of buffers that zone between you being more athletic or not, because you know, your ability to have a wide wingspan lets you cover more ground. Um, you can get to more balls. So it's exciting that we're bringing in some wings that have height and length and overall skill. And once again, I, it's hard to argue with the last, you know, five to six years of painters recruiting. Right. Right. So there we go. Um, he is, as, as we said, a 2024 recruit. So you will not see him in black and gold for a few years. So just keep that in the back of your mind and we'll revisit it, you know, maybe in a year and a half or so. Uh, But for now, we're going to take a break, come back, and look ahead to Purdue's game against Indiana State. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we are back. So we're going to look at the game against Indiana State, as Casey likes to call them, the trees. Uh, they are, of course, the Sycamores. And they are an FCS team, so a football championship subdivision team. Championship sounds good. 
It does. It does. Until you realize that that means they're the lower level of college football and they're a team that Purdue should have no business losing. No business. Um, Agreed. I mean, even even Daryl Hazel uh, did not lose to a FCS team. So we hope that under Jeff Brom, that continues to hold true. Purdue has never lost to an FCS team. So let's knock on some wood and hope that remains true. But I mean, Indiana State, not exactly even a power in FCS. You know, they're not a team you would recognize like uh, North Dakota State or Appalachian State, one of those teams that is always surprising when when a FBS team schedules them because there's always that chance that they get up for the game and and knock you down. So Purdue going smart and scheduling one of the not-so-good FCS teams uh, here in Week 2. Yeah, um, I know you particularly would rather have that happen the first week of the year. But yes, exactly. But it is what it is. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird step back. Um I worry slightly that the team got real up for Penn State and they might just kind of sleepwalk through this one, but the talent deficiency should be that even a sleepwalking Purdue team wins this right. fairly yeah, I think, handily. I think that was kind of what we talked about last year, too, when Purdue was getting ready to uh, play against UConn um, because UConn is just they, – they were such real a bad, bad team. Um, Purdue was able to take their foot off the gas basically at the end of the second quarter. Um, didn't really do much in the second half. So my hope is that Purdue can do something similar this week against Indiana State because one of the biggest like fears when you play a team who you so severely outmatch is that you're going to leave starters in too long. Someone's going to get hurt in a, at a time that ultimately is going to be meaningless for the outcome of the game. I mean, Purdue probably, my hope is that we'll, they'll go up early and they'll go up uh, big. So, you know, they could go out to as much as maybe 28 nothing, 35 nothing. And at that point, I think Brom's got to do the smart thing and pull out his starters, especially AOC and, you know, some of the wide receivers who have been nicked up and banged up. Um, we want to keep those guys who need the rest healthy and protect them from you know the freak accident or going out there fatigued and not being smart because to lose a guy in a game that ultimately they should win going away would be a horrible waste yeah but that also can't really be your focus going into a game that's not like a not a game plan no 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 but i mean he's got to keep that in his mind as the game progresses i mean he's got to know if you go up 28 to nothing, 35 to nothing, 35 to seven on Indiana State, and you're in the you're in the third quarter, it's fine to pull back. You don't need to put up style points. You know this isn't the old days of the BCS where teams were running up the score to try to get those computer points. Um, you, you just got to do what you got to do with a mind to the whole season rather than focusing just on one game. You can always put people back in a game should something happen and the game get close. Uh, but if someone gets injured, you can't go back in time and say, man, I-, I wish I could go back there and take him off the field. Yeah, sure. I still don't think that can be your active thought. It would be nice for us to get a run game going. Yes, um, yes. It would be nice for... I want to see our defense play aggressive. I want to see them make some plays. Um and I want to see some of the uh, younger receivers get into a better rhythm. Uh, we should be able to separate early, often. Um, hopefully it gets AOC in a bit of a rhythm because I think we both thought that was one of his worst games as a quarterback. Yeah, he w- he was really choppy. So get things moving, get some good momentum, and really start to uh, uh, push forward into a season that we hope is still going to be successful despite the early loss. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Indiana State does sit at 1-0. They beat North Alabama in their first game, 17-14 to in overtime. Um, <laughs> their, their offense did not look great, um, I'll just say. They... They threw for their quarterback threw for 141 yards, uh, and their high rusher uh, was let's see, uh, 78 yards. So I mean, far be it for me as a Purdue fan to throw stones on a running game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had 135 running rushing yards total, but only 141 passing. Their quarterback was 16 of 30, one touchdown, two interceptions. So not exactly a, a scary powerhouse offense out there, but. You would you would think this is going to be somebody that Purdue can slow down and shut down on defense, especially as you said, if they do try to try some things, be a little more aggressive, um, make plays, kind of dominate the uh, the line of scrimmage. It's not a team that is going to come out and grind you down or have a lot of razzle dazzle. So uh, hopefully Purdue can can come out and be assertive on both sides of the football. And I think it's important to note one thing about Indiana State: um, they did have the tragedy. Uh, most uh, very close to um, the beginning of the season where uh, multiple football players did pass away in a car accident. And uh, one of them who uh, was able to survive was a uh, player coming out of actually uh, Harrison High School in West Lafayette, uh, Omarion Dixon, who actually was coached um, by uh, the writer here at Hammer and Rails, Kyra Holderfield. And that was just, I mean, it's a tragedy when it happens to anybody, but it's a tragedy that happened to these guys so young and so early in their, um, you know, football careers, which is something that they clearly loved. Um, so we're really rooting for them in that respect, and we hope that given that Omarion was, uh, grew up in, you know, played in West Lafayette, I hope that Purdue does something before the game, um, but I'm not sure if they have anything planned. But I would like them to at least mention it, acknowledge it, um, because it's obviously a terrible situation, um, but it's something that I think at least should be acknowledged. Yeah, I would be surprised if it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, it's, a, it's a tough situation, but we we got to focus on the game. Can't let that kind of cloud our judgment, even though we know it's a terrible situation for everybody. So we hope that uh, Purdue can come out, be respectful uh, of the situation, but also when it comes to game time, you know, do what they have to do and walk out of here with a victory and and no uh, no real injury. So, do you have anything else about Indiana State? I mean, I, I know it's an FCS team, so we we have to take them seriously. But at the same time, it's not something that you and I are very worried about that this is actually going to be like a close game. No, it's just a chance to uh, give a few more players a chance to play, see if they do some good, see if they look on film during the week and see if like oh we might have something there so yeah this yeah. could be the start to adding a little more depth uh finding a playmaker or two so for purdue it's good to have a check-in like this um they just have to take care of business and win comfortably yeah yeah so um quick note for those who are going to be watching the game this is surprisingly a 4 p.m uh kickoff did not get the noon slot as i think most people thought we would get it's going to be on big 10 network but there are multiple games on Big Ten Network at the same time. So keep in mind, if you're setting a DVR, if you're uh, trying to find the game around noon, or at 4, see, I just defaulted to noon, um, make sure to look on those overflow channels because it, I'm not sure where in your area, you, um, if depending on where you're watching from, it may not be on the main Big Ten Network channel. So you might have to look on those overflow channels to find it. So just keep that in mind. So, uh, Casey, do you want to go first with your pick? Um, obviously, no spoilers, no surprises here. We're both picking uh, Purdue to win, but I wonder what you think the score is going to be. Yeah, I'll just go uh, Purdue 52, uh, Trees 13 points. 
Okay. 52 to 13. Fair enough. Um, I, I think I will go something similar. Um, probably a little lesser because in my mind, I think AOC is going to be out a little earlier. So I will go 45 to 10. Um, I think Purdue is going to, like I said, jump out to an early lead, an early commanding lead. Uh, Brom's going to find a way to get some other folks, younger folks on the field, give them a chance to see what they can do. And hopefully they can still make some plays, still put some points out there. But obviously, as we saw last year, when Purdue took the starters out against UConn, the offense really did uh, kind of fall off. And I think something similar will happen here. But the game, to me, will never be in doubt. So that is my final score, Purdue all the way. So there you go. Uh, we'll come back with you um, next week with a recap of this game. Uh, hopefully a Purdue victory, even the record at 1-1, one and one, and we'll be moving on uh, into the remainder of the non-conference season. Till next time, folks. Boiler up.